Hello, listeners. Jordan here. I just want to let you know that you can listen to Nighttime early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Include it with Prime. Hello, listeners of Nighttime. I want to take a moment and share a brief message with you before we begin. Despite no one asking and even fewer likely caring about my opinion on the holidays, I'd like to talk about it anyway. And I'll be open about this. I've always despised this time of year. Yes, I'm very much a Scrooge, but I'm trying to warm up to it, mainly in hopes that I don't provide a dark cloud over my son's experience of the holidays. My problem is that I have a hard time seeing past the economic functions that have slowly been infused into almost every aspect of the tradition. In my eyes, sadly, this is simply the time of year folks are obligated to line up in busy stores and overpay for unwanted gifts that will very quickly end up in a landfill. Take a moment and think about it. How many gifts did you buy that amount to nothing more than a non-biodegradable symbol of a donation made to Walmart shareholders? Although on its surface, this mass gift-giving may seem wholesome, long ago it mutated into a commercial event that serves only the bottom line of the retailers of the world. And the clever part, they made us feel completely obligated to take part in it. So as you can probably tell, I'm not into buying or receiving gifts. As an attempt to enjoy the holidays, I've done my best to ignore the frenetic shopping. Instead, I purchase only reasonable amounts of meaningful gifts and buy only for children. With gift-giving having a smaller role in the holiday, I'm now free to focus on the more important parts, like spending quality time and connecting with my family and friends. So the message I have for those of you who haven't turned off this episode already, remember that the holidays are about connecting with loved ones, not for compulsive shopping. Make sure you call your relatives that you haven't spoke to in years, call your high school best friend, and if you're still lucky enough to have them with you, take your mom or dad or grandparents out for a coffee and a chat. Now this idea of connecting and reconnecting with those who make your life special actually found its way into this episode. What you're about to hear is the first of a two-part episode that's a holiday special. The loose theme of these episodes is reconnecting with those who make life special. Although I didn't originally choose a Where Are They Now style episode to fit my thoughts on the holiday, during the production of these episodes, it hit me how appropriate it was. So with all that said, let's now get to the episode. But first, from me to you, I wish you all a safe and happy holiday. You are tuned to the Nighttime Podcast, focused on the fringe of Canada. Since launching Nighttime in 2015, I've had the pleasure of meeting many fascinating people. Countless listeners have become great friends. Past guests like Don Ledger and Fonz Jessam have changed the way I see the world. And of course, many of my fellow podcasters have become trusted colleagues that I lean on during good times and bad. Tim, Lance, Captain, Christy, thanks for lending a shoulder to cry on each time my episodes didn't go exactly as I planned. Honestly, I could go on all day reminiscing about all the great experiences I've had, but that'll be for another time, my final episode perhaps. At this time, I simply want to reminisce about the two people I consider among the most interesting I've had the privilege of getting to know through the show, or perhaps even during my life. This episode's title may have already given it away, 
but I'm talking about Cornerbrook, Newfoundland's Kayla Sunray Reed and Elijah Nature Boy Bishop, the Costa Rican-based spiritual leader she fled Canada to follow. When I first heard this story, I knew I'd cover it on the show, but initially I didn't expect to speak with Sunray, and I certainly didn't think I'd ever speak with Nature Boy. But for better or worse, I did, and at length. After completing my initial four-part series of episodes covering their story, I was left in awe about the entire thing. First of all, I was surprised to learn about how many online spiritual teachers exist and how easy social media makes it for them to build an audience. Then, specific to Sunray and Nature Boy, I was blown away by how passionately they followed their beliefs and how both of them felt compelled to share them with the world. For any of you who've listened to that series, it's likely no surprise that a lot has happened in Nature Boy and Sunray's lives in the six months since my last episodes about them. Tonight, and in an episode that'll be released very shortly, I'm going to do my best to do a sort of where are they now for these two incredible people. Hello, listeners of the Nighttime Podcast. This is Christy Lee from the Canadian True Crime Podcast. Now, don't be put off by my weird accent. I am, in fact, Australian, but I've lived in Canada for almost nine years now. I'm a huge fan of Nighttime, and Jordan has made several guest appearances on my show where he shows off his acting chops by voicing several characters and stories I've told. He's been kind enough to let me tell you about my latest series, Robert Picton. I'm taking a deep dive into the life and times of Canada's most prolific serial killer, his many victims, and where the police went wrong. Now Jordan himself appears in this series too. If Robert Picton doesn't interest you, I've also covered Paul Bernardo and Carla Hamolka, as well as a variety of other cases you probably haven't heard of. To find me, just search for Canadian True Crime. Thanks again, Jordan, and I'll hand you back to the Nighttime Podcast. Of the two guests we'll be catching up with, I'll start with the one who's still willing to talk with me. Since Sunray's appearance on Nighttime, we've kept in regular contact. Despite not knowing exactly what she means when she responds to my messages with her mantra, Peace Reflection, I consider her one of the friends I've made through the production of this show. If you recall, we've last heard from Sunray this past summer just after her release from the mental health hospital she was admitted to after returning to Canada from Nature Boy's side in Costa Rica. During our talk in that episode, she described her goal to return to the tropics as soon as possible. And I'll let you know now, it didn't take her very long. In fact, this episode's beginnings was a series of photos Sunray shared to her Facebook account that seemed to show her partially nude in a tropical setting. Immediately, I contacted her and asked if I could give her a call and get an update on what she's been up to. What I'll cut to now is that recent conversation with Sunray. And I hear some commotion in the background. Where are you? Are you just on the side of the road? <laughs> nah, I'm like, uh, I'm at the beach front and... Yeah, me and Blue just came down to the farmer's market. 
We're going to be up in the mountains for like a little while, so we're not really going to have service. So, okay, so I'm you, at a restaurant like using the Wi-Fi. Last time we talked, it was about six months ago. And at that time, you were unhappily stuck in Newfoundland. So why don't you just fill me in? What's happened with you in the last six months? Well, prior to returning to Newfoundland, I met up with family in Florida. They were saying like, oh, don't worry, you know, when we go back to Canada... You won't be, you know, put in the hospital. Like, we got your back. And when I get there, I get get put in there for uh, almost a month. Mm -hmm. And so that was quite drastic change from, you know, being up in the mountains, isolated from everyone, to being in a mental institution. Mm -hmm. And and you you also didn't have a phone. I remember that was a big deal. Right. They were, you know, I was trying to take videos and they were, the family, they are some beings, they were really not happy that I was taking videos. So I would only have my phone like sometimes there. Mm-hmm. So I get, out, I get out of the hospital and I get my own apartment. So that was great. Like I have my own space. But at the same time, I was really, it was like I grew out of the environment. I wasn't really resonating with anyone there anymore. Like, I would go around beings, and it was like we would repel each other after we would be around each other for so long. We were on such different frequencies that it would drain my energy. Yeah. So, so you were in Newfoundland, and you weren't. Things weren't the way you thought your family or the family made it sound, and you weren't connecting with people and resonating with people. So I know you're not in Newfoundland now. Mm-hmm. So what le- where are you and what led to you leaving? Tell me about that. Yeah, so when I got back to Canada, I say, like, I'm actually going to be here only for, like, a few weeks. Like, I'm out of here. Like, I was just ready to go. Even when I was in Florida, I just felt the pull back to the uh, Costa Rica. And so, yeah, I get back to... Uh, Canada. I'm there for six months and then I, oh yeah, I go to the U.S. for, I actually met someone there and we were talking for a few few months. So I go there to uh, spend time with this being and yeah, I'm there for about a month and it was like half of my heart was in Costa Rica still. So it was like, I can't really be with someone, you know, half of my heart's in it. So I decided, I decided, you know, I'm going to head to the Caribbean my heart just yearned to be in nature, and so I came down here, and my life's just improving every day, really, since I've arrived. So this, um, the being you met, he was from the U.S., so you left Newfoundland, right. you went with him for about a month, and then you, you said the Caribbean. Are you in Costa Rica right now? Yes. Okay. In the, uh, yeah, the Caribbean in Costa Rica. Okay, and did he come with you? No, he's, I think he's going to Caribbean, but I'm not in contact with this being anymore. Okay. But uh, someone I knew before I met this guy, mm-hmm. he uh, is with me now. And yeah, he arrived here about a week ago. And I've been in Costa Rica for like two and a half months now. Oh, okay, great. And how did you get to Costa Rica? You, you just had money saved up and you bought a plane ticket from the U.S.? Yeah. Pretty much. Wow. And when you first left Newfoundland to Costa Rica, again, it was a big deal because your family didn't know where you were and whatnot. Do, 
do they know what's going on and do they agree with where you are and what you're doing? This is what we say now, like when we're talking about our family back in Babylon, we say blood mother or, you know, because it's like, you know, genetically linked to you. Okay. She's been helping me out in a way. You know, she has to take care of her the family there, so she doesn't really want to be sending me money. So it's like she wants me to get a job here or she's like, come home or come back here. It's not my home there. But yeah, I mean, I, I know that the universe is uh, working in my favor. So even if, you know, I'm not receiving money from anyone in Canada or uh, in Newfoundland, I know I'm going to be taken care of. So does your your blood mother's not like trying to get you back? She's okay with you. She's accepting that you're blazing your own trail. I mean, she's not. A, she would rather me come back there, but she knows that I'm happy. So what else could she ask for? Yeah. Are you working? And if not, how are you getting by with like food and accommodations and such? Like, what what's your life like? Well, before uh, my husband, we don't think we need to have papers to get married so we say we're married Mm -hmm. before he arrived i was volunteering so there's like a website called workaway it's a like a work exchange so you can get a place to stay maybe some places have food included Mm -hmm. so i work with some families at some hostels and and when uh blue arrived we started camping on the beach and now we are staying with a spiritual healer, and he lives in the mountains, and uh, there's, like, abundance of fruit, so... So it sounds like exactly what you've been looking for. And, and Blue is your husband, right? Oh, uh, yeah. What can you tell... What do you want to tell us about him? I'd be curious what he's like. Yeah, uh... I know he's handsome. I saw on Instagram, you two, together. <laughs> he really connects me more to, like... We both just compliment each other in a way that is, like, indescribable, really. Okay. I know you're happy just by your, again, your Instagram and Facebook posts. I was watching when you were in Newfoundland, and I saw you, like, walking through trails and whatnot. I just felt like you were just Mm. looking for what you had in Costa Rica and struggling to connect with nature. And now when I look at your pictures on Instagram and Facebook... You're on the beach and you're sunbathing and, you know, doing all these incredible things. So I'm really happy that you found your way, at least it seems. And I just hope you're safe there. Are, are you, like, well looked after with food and in accommodations? It just feels like everything's falling into place. Like, I feel like I'm going to be taken care of. And, like, the more I feel that, the more it's in my reality. And the more I believe in that, the more it's, like, showing... T- to me to be true yeah i mean financially i know i'm going to be taken care of whether that's by other beings helping me out whether that's by some magic i don't you know what i mean mm-hmm. well that's great um you know, what is your your plan like i'm a, you and blue blue as well as you plan to continue life together do you plan to stay there or like what is what what's in the future for sunray well, we actually met some beings that were in Melanation today. They were at the farmer's market that we went to, and they're staying with another lady that is on the same kind of path that we're on, and she has, like, a lot of property. And, yeah, I think that after we stay in the mountains for a while, we're going to head over there with the beings that w- were in Melanation and also 
that are on the same kind of journey. When you first arrived in Costa Rica, did you plan to try to track down Nature Boy and reconnect with them? Before they uh, experienced like the whole situation with the, you know, the police or whatnot, we were actually talking with them and we were considering going with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and last I've heard, they're all basically in prison or somewhere awaiting deportation to back to ca- back to the America or wherever they're from, I guess. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's about everything that I wanted to talk to you about. I just kind of wanted to get an update on your life. And it sounds like you're you're doing well. So people who listen to my show that want to help you and maybe send you some food or something, how can people contact you? Well, I have an email. It's sunraylove7 at gmail.com. That's my email. Now that we're all caught up with Sunray, I'll wrap up this episode of Nighttime. I want to thank Kayla Sunray Reed for again giving me a glance into her very unique life. And I've heard from many folks in the past requesting information on how to get in touch with Sunray and how to buy her lunch. If anyone would like to say hi to her or send her some lunch money, she is accepting donations by e-transfer to her email address, which is sunraylove, the number seven, at gmail.com. In the next episode, we'll move on to the much more controversial character in this story. Some call him a cult leader, others a spiritual leader, but we'll be talking about the criminal turned stripper, turned hairstyle mogul, turned preacher, Elijah Nature Boy Bishop. And with that, we'll conclude this episode of the Nighttime Podcast. If you're interested in hearing more content, please check out the Nighttime Patron Group, where for $1 a month, you can support the show and access supporter-exclusive bonus content. You can join by visiting patreon.com slash nighttimepodcast. For anyone else who'd like to support the show, but is unable to do so financially, you can help by telling some friends about me and leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts or any equivalent. If any of you want to stay up to date with my activities on and off the show, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I use the handle at NighttimePod. If you have any story ideas or feedback from the show, I'd love to hear from you at NighttimePodcast at gmail.com. So thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep looking around and let me know if you see anything weird. Nighttime Podcast is written, hosted, and produced by Jordan Bonaparte. Copyright Jordan Bonaparte. Like, the trees, they're living beings, just like we are, and they can feel. And, yeah, come to the tropics. It's waiting for you. <laughs>